guys, welcome to another episode of Minutes with M&M. I'm Nissan, this is Mena, and we're happy to have you back. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about another favorite show of ours. Favorite. If we're talking about it, we like it. Ish. We're going to make, like, if we make it clear that we are, like, hate-watching or we're just here to bash the show, then you would know. But this is a favorite. Um, we enjoy the show. You don't like the show? I like it. But favorite is a stretch based on what these characters have done. Fair. Fair. <laughs> but, like, you know. Okay, it's it's in the top half, or, or if in fact it's right shows in the top half on bottom half, it's in top half. Fair. Okay. Yes. What about top half <laughs> shows? <laughs> um, and just like that, this is a sequel to Sex and the City. So if you haven't seen Sex and the City, it's like a HBO show that happened like in the. I like how you're explaining Sex and the City. If you don't know what Sex and the City is, you need to go outside more. That's that's it. I'm not even explaining. Let them be Something confused. Something happened. I need to, you know, no discrimination on this channel, but I'm still judging you. Um, but yeah, it's a sequel to it. They're in their fifties now, and it's called and just like that, and it's just basically a continuation of like, you know, their same lives. concept. Yeah, their lives. Yeah, we have a lot of thoughts about this season. It's yeah. You know what? I I, I just want to give a disclaimer. We get it. Writing a show twenty years later, it's things have changed. The times have changed. Things have to be adapted for. That being said, when we complain, I don't want to hear, oh, they're 50 now, they've grown. Uh-uh. Because even if you've grown, you should still have some semblance of the person you once were. Mm -hmm. And there's if you're watching this, you know exactly who we're talking about right mm -hmm. now. But you know what? Let's let's start with I guess the main thing, the beginning of the show, the catalyst for the show is spoiler, big dies. And on one hand, in the real life aspect, that was very lucky for them because there, there were some other scenes shot for later in the show that contained Big, but because of allegations that came out towards Chris North, they didn't show them. So like, they're kind of lucky that they killed him off because imagine he was supposed to be alive and continuing and they didn't want him on the show anymore. Yeah. But from an in-universe perspective, how fucking dare you? Like, why can't Carrie just get to be happy with the man that she loved and let's be clear, fought for? <laughs> for so long like she can't just be with him no. she was with him for 10 nice years right 10 years is nothing like in the grand scheme of things 10 years is so tiny and i'm glad that she didn't have kids by choice but it's just doubly painful because she really feels like she's alone now like all of her friends have partners and kids except for sam who's gone or samantha rather so it just feels very doubly lonely so that really hurt like i don't know why i cried like when yeah, I did. when she was, was yelling john oh, like yeah. she calls him john and it's it's that's how you know it's real she didn't call him big she said john and i'm like like carrie was going through it throughout the season like carrie's entire vibe was just like you guys are just like babbing like you guys like i have bigger issues to deal with like like honestly like i liked her vibe because she honestly was just like she didn't care about whatever miranda was trying to do or whatever. like she was just like big has died no because that would be me like every five minutes yeah trying to complain i'm like big died no facts <laughs> like, because you can't come and complain oh my husband's being kind of annoying oh that's great you still have a husband mine died like <laughs> I just, I don't know, again, I think we've talked about this in a few videos where we talk about loss. Like, we've never really lost people extremely close to us and had to deal with big grief. But the idea that my life basically comes to a standstill and people expect me to behave normally does not make sense. So, no, I'm falling apart and you just have to deal with it. I feel like she handled it so well. Mm -hmm. Like, I am, like, okay, emotions, <laughs> but... Carrie was not my favorite character of Sex and the City, Girl. okay? She was all over the place and her love life was also all over the place but 
and just like that like season one really showed me how much she has grown yeah as a person and like yeah just as a friend she really grew into this like really like mature solid person and like i could see that because me ah <laughs> i would have been on the floor she was just like okay i'm gonna search for funeral homes now i'm like big dad what are you saying <laughs> like she's like yeah maybe i'm gonna move into a new place i'm like let me go to work i'm like what are you doing right now it was so sad but i like the idea that she was trying to fill her life because without him there was so much emptiness yeah that being said this is such a small thing but like right at the beginning when she's planning stuff and charlotte is like breaking down and crying and the funeral director's telling her story and like Carrie has to comfort her and then Charlie's like, and now you're comforting me. I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't have time to manage your feelings. Especially when she was like, well, it's my fault because I made you come. It is your fault. But what am I supposed to say when you say that? Like, am I supposed to say, yes, you killed my husband? Like, can you just, Charlotte's a she lot. She really made it about her. Oh like, my God. Like, Charlotte is always gonna be Charlotte. But like, <laughs> have some emotional intelligence. Just like, have some empathy. Like, understand what you like. And then she got upset because, Carrie didn't want her around anymore. Like she was calling Miranda, she was calling like Stanford. Mm -hmm. Isn't it Stanford? Yeah, Stanford. Yeah, she was calling them instead to come and hang out because Stanford was always gonna crack a joke. And she got in her feelings because she was coming to, I guess, deliver flowers. And she was like, <laughs> "Wait, are you guys meeting without me?" And I'm like, "So now you're taking us back to high school. Like, why can't you just let it go? Now you're yep. making me feel bad because." And then Carrie had to explain that, yeah, it's because she knows that you're going to get too emotional and like Stanford's always going to crack a joke and be like more like lighthearted mm -hmm. and she started crying again no like it's, it's I don't, <sighs> honestly but it does show that one Carrie has grown because I feel like Carrie in Sex and the City would not have dealt with that as maturely yeah and I know we're dragging on Charlotte but I will say I think Charlotte and Miranda did a lot for Carrie in the way they could like taking turns sleeping in her bed and spending time with her and like really being for her um being there for her well Miranda. No, at the beginning. To... At the beginning. Okay. At the beginning. Only <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> because. Don't get it twisted. Because. <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. Now, your best friend in the whole wild world <laughs> has not only lost her husband, but now has gone through surgery. Mm -hmm. So she can't walk. Mm -hmm. She can't go to pee by herself. Mm -hmm. And it is your turn to take care of her. But what are you doing? You are having sex with her co-worker, with her boss in the kitchen and she's calling you, she's like, I need to pee and you're just like, no, the sex is so like, I can't hear anything anymore, like, what is wrong with you? On a very serious note, I just feel like that couldn't have been good, like, you were touching food before you put your hand in my pants, but that's, that's not the point here, it's the selfishness, it's the utter disregard, she what are you pee on her bed and just feeling bottle. Yeah, I know. Oh, like if you're not here to help why are you here i like i have money i could get a nurse or an aide but you were doing i'm a good friend i'm a good friend and now i'm seeing you cheat in my house while i pee on my bed like thank you for this experience wow do that no there was just so much that carrie took so well because like she never she just like was like bro my partner has died like i don't even have the energy to be angry at this situation anymore like focusing on carrie the biggest thing obviously other than dealing with the loss of big and like kind of becoming a person after you've lost the love of your life is kind of where her career is and i have questions why is carrie on a podcast also why does she's she bored the, and there's nothing else to do with her boredom i don't know she wrote a bunch of books and now she has money and she's bored okay let me be clear the issue is not a podcast it's just that podcast 
Carrie Bradshaw didn't have better options than this very poorly run, not funny podcast. Because let's be clear, Che and Eddie are not funny. No. no. I don't, if you watched And Just Like That and you laughed at any jokes that Eddie or Che made, please comment in below and let us know what they were because I can't relate. Yeah, that was a choice. Choices! That was a choice. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say <laughs> is... The writers fixed up towards the end by giving her her own podcast called mm. Sex and the City yeah. to run by herself because whatever that was, it's just, it was not. I feel like we could have started from there. It could have already been her podcast and maybe Che was her employee instead of. What would Che be doing? I, babe, I don't know. That's why. <laughs> they needed a way to introduce Che, but like maybe you should have just made Miranda meet her randomly. Like maybe Che is the bartender that doesn't drink or something since Miranda had her own alcoholic. So before we move on to another character, I, I do want to talk about. We, we've talked about how Carrie has held up so well. I do appreciate that her one kind of mental break was when she found out that Big left a million dollars to his ex-wife and he she was just like being a crazy person pretty much you know stalking her trying to get into rooms trying to talk to her through any means possible um I, I you made a comment maybe not on this video about how like it was her way of trying to process the grief without actually processing the grief and I get it though because although I think I wouldn't assume Big was cheating I think it makes sense to like just dwell on this one thing instead of thinking of the fact that Big is dead. Instead of I like, don't think she assumed it actually. She never mentioned cheating. She was just like, this is just a thing that I didn't know about. Fair. And then she was finding out so much. Like she saw a picture of a dog or a puppy <laughs> in his wallet and she's like, Big had a dog. And like, so she was just like, did I, did I even know this man I was married to? And she was decided to spiral and it was a yeah. whole thing. Um, but yeah, that, that was her. Um, and there was a bit of a time jump at some points in the show but i did like that when she got to dating and she went on the date with the uh, man who was also grieving just kind of seeing how like being in your when you get past a certain age it's more likely to meet more widows and widowers and people who have lost people in their lives yeah. and everybody isn't on the same page yeah. like just because we both experienced loss doesn't mean we're passing through it in the same way yeah but yeah i i think maybe that's the first and I know it wasn't supposed to be comforting, but it was the first kind of comfort I've ever seen in a show about like losing your spouse that like there will be other people who've actually experienced the same thing as you. So maybe really your friends all have their partners, but you know, they're grief support groups or they're just friends yeah. people. I don't know how I feel about her agent pushing her to get back out there, but I'm not even I didn't like her agent. We're gonna get to her when we talk about side characters. I really hope they switch up the writing for her because she's a great actress. But who's agent? Like who? Wait, which agents are we talking about? Her, her book agent. Oh my god, I was talking about her real estate agent. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about that as well. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't like that her book agent pushed her because she was basically saying like the entire book that she just wrote was mm -hmm. sad and she needs to give her writers some hope. You can't go from writing like a love romance story from Sex and City to like it's all bad now. So they basically pushed her out to like go back out there and like maybe write like an epilogue that hey, love still exists out there. But she was like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, but fine. I dislike it on a personal level, but from a business place, I understand where the book agent was coming from. And it's one of those things where, like, in the show, they make it okay, because in the end, she did realize that there yeah. is, you know, the sun rises tomorrow. Season two, Aiden, cough, cough, who knows? Um, but in terms of 
that I, I see like when I was watching I was just like oh my god her husband just died leave her alone yeah and like what's the rush to publish a book now I mean maybe this is when the profits will be up and you know books books I'm saying books publishing is a dying industry you know mm. maybe her own boss is saying you need to drop this writer and she's looking for how to keep Carrie's book going out yeah that's Which, I just need a whole background to a character that I really didn't deserve it maybe she's <laughs> just a bitch like <laughs> I don't know um and, and then about her um yeah I was about to talk about her real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Before I say that, it is very apparent that when they came back to do it just like that, the writers, production, everyone said, guys, we need people of color. Mm -hmm. We cannot repeat the mistakes. And so they have the real estate um, lady, they have Black Charlotte, they have Professor. Yeah, professor. Like they're like, look, see, we, we talk to non-whites, we're good people. And I'm not even dragging it. It's fine, it makes sense. There should be more people of color. I do think some integrations were smoother than others, but that's besides the point because talking about um, Carrie's real estate agent, I did not enjoy certain things that she did in certain yeah. conversations. So when she was having a conversation with Carrie and like she got mad at Carrie for mentioning big and kind of being like, oh, at least you had love, I'm alone kind of thing. And it's, it was just like a very insensitive thing to say to someone. It was, but she prefaced it with like, what I'm about to say might be insensitive. Like she, this was a conversation that happened after she like, like one of the movers actually broke a frame and a picture that Big used to keep by his bedside mm -hmm. table. And like Harry was just like, no, first of all, Sima was like, oh, don't worry, I'm just gonna get a new frame. And like, she's like, you don't understand. Like he touched that frame, like he, it was by his bedside table and like, it meant a lot. So first of all, she apologized and she was like, hey, like what I'm, what I'm about to say might come across insensitive, but like, with a woman my age, I've been searching for love, and she was referencing, like, she was basically responding to something that Carrie said that made her feel somehow. She, Carrie said, like, oh, like, at your age, like, it's good that you're still out there trying, like, and she said it in a way that sounded a little bit like, good for you, you're still out there. So she was basically saying that, like, my, her response to that is, like, I want to have what you had with Big. So I'm going to keep searching for it. I the, my issue with that is twofold. One, it it kind of felt like she was saying, okay, yes, I said something mean to you now, but you said something mean to me before, and it's like, what? Like I don't know. It, I don't know. It felt like a very like nice, respectful, like adult conversation the way it was put. I feel like it would have been adult if she had brought it out at any other time, except other than when Cat um said Callie at any other time other than when Carrie is rightfully being upset because yeah, yeah. it kind of feels like you're deflecting even though you said sorry and it was also like yes I understand that the way the comment came across wasn't great but the implication that Carrie meant anything other than like not even good for you but more like you're in a better place than I am right now because you're still out here dating and I'm like um dealing with grief it felt like an uncharitable way to read what carrie said so i think if she had responded when carrie said it i'd have been like oh that's fine but just the mm. whole dialogue i don't think she assumed that but i'm pretty sure she has heard that a lot i guess like, it's in just life so i don't think she assumed that carrie meant it that way but she was just saying that like people a lot of people say that but like she would actually she still is going to keep searching because yeah. she's looking for a love like that i guess it just really rubbed me the wrong way and I, I think it comes from a place where i'm like i expect everyone in carrie's life to have some tax around big's death yeah. um and everything that involves carrie selling her place it, it was a bit frictiony so i was just very sensitive to carrie there but maybe yeah. it was me doing too much other than that i think she has a lot of potential to be a good ad like i said when i saw we were talking about her earlier i really like the actress she's very strong and she seems like 
closest to what could be a Samantha replacement since Samantha is gone. She's out there. She's brave. She's bold. She has sex with men. Um, so let's see how that goes. But let's let's go to Miranda. We're gonna drag her. Like I'm not even gonna. There's nothing to say. She's not well in the head. Okay, let's go. <laughs> um let's start by let, for, let's ignore the thing with chief just for a few seconds <laughs> why are you friends with your professor on that level why is she telling you about her struggles with like fertility what kind of like is that a normal like now she's gonna be like yeah i'm gonna give you your grade tomorrow but then today we're having lunch and i'm telling you this like does the black lady not have any other friends <laughs> like do, like they what's want, happening they want to integrate her into the group and this is how they saw to make it happen does it have to be a professor does it have like i love how they just brought in black shadows from the way <laughs> like they could have done that like they didn't have to it just felt so weird to me i'm like why are you telling your student all of this like don't you understand that this is like the wrong dynamic i mean i think have... it's, it started from like miranda trying to like cozy up to her and like it's supposed to become an organic friendship since miranda has left the program maybe now that I, I, somehow she's gonna have to be back in new york right like that's my assumption there's no way this babe is gonna be on the show but not on the show so maybe now she's gonna come back and they're no longer teacher and student but they're friends so they just wanted to have a starting place where this is how we became friends you know miranda left it once in a lifetime <laughs> internship to go to la mm. to to stand in the audience and clap yeah can you imagine yeah like what's going on like what's actually and then what's wrong with her, her child what's wrong with her son <laughs> like i just what's wrong with that i feel like the writers made a lot of decisions on Miranda's character based on the real-life actress's life. And I also feel like they didn't care how much it contradicted what we've seen in the past because Miranda loved her career. Like, and she was good at it and she was driven and yes, she cared about things, but like her career was important to her. And the fact that she even went back to school to do something is supposed to show us like how much she still cares about improving and doing better and striving to be excellent in her field. So what the fuck is going on? Like, you get a once-in-a-lifetime dream offer that you want, by the way. This wasn't even like, you know, sometimes in shows it's like, oh, I've never heard of this grant before in the game thing. But no, this is something she was interested in. And it's like, are, am I supposed to think it's romantic that you're running away to follow someone that's, first of all, <laughs> I don't even want to say that there is no chemistry. There is no chemistry. But what is happening? And do you know the most disrespectful part? Like... <laughs> If you want to do something cutthroat, do it with your chest. Because she was not trying to say like, Steve was this, Steve was this, oh, we don't have sex anymore, our love life is this. Like, if, first of all, you're in a relationship with two people, right? Mm -hmm. You can also initiate sex when you want it. Mm -hmm. You can say, let's go to a date. You can tell Steve, hey, this is what I want to do. And I'm pretty sure Steve will listen to you. Mm -hmm. Steve is not going to magically know whatever you're thinking to him. He's like, yeah, Miranda wants to sit here and like, eat a snack with me and watch tv but she, he, she doesn't know that you're out here saying well steve is like this steve is like this and then she was like yeah i tried to revive our sex life but it didn't go well we were cooking in the kitchen and then you were like quick steve finger me <laughs> and he's like let me wash my hand first you were like oh no first of all why what's going on why do you want to use perfection babe and why are you mad at me for trying to make it stop happening second of all 
it's not working is a you problem because Steve was ready to go. Steve, yeah. and, and that actually stressed me out because the idea, like it then looked like Steve has tried to initiate before and not succeeded because up to that scene, it sounded like, oh, we haven't had sex because neither of us is trying. But the way he was immediately receptive to the idea of having sex, I wanted to keep going and she shut it down. I'm just like, I don't think Steve's not having sex with you because he doesn't want to have sex. And you know what? If your like, libido is lower, that's fine. But what you said, like, We've been like this for years and you were fine. You didn't bring it up. You didn't comment. You were fine with the dry spell until Shay touched your vagina with pepper. And now you're like, oh, I've seen the light. What? No. Girl, just buy a vibrator. Like, Actually. I just, I don't, I don't I, get it. Like, honestly, I relate to Charlotte. That the, the, the whole, if you need to have a midlife crisis, because what? Dye your hair for Charlotte. <laughs> to call you out. Charlotte was like, girl, you're not progressive enough for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not progressive enough. Because Charlotte was dealing with her own problems. But, like, her child was like, call me rock now. <laughs> and you want to be like, I'm having an affair. You know, Charlotte is so traditional. So to her, <laughs> that was like the most abominable <laughs> thing that you could have told her right now. Steve being like a darling person and being nice to her. Just here like, yeah, I'm going to leave him. No, you make me so sad because that scene where Steve is like talking to Carrie and asking like, it's like this man yeah. legit thought he was going to spend the rest of his life with you and doesn't know what has changed and like nobody knows like even your friends don't understand what's going on with you yeah. right now and i again it's one of those things that oh we're doing this 20 years later but it makes me really mad because we've seen the sex and the movie um, sex and the city movies like they had the whole thing with steve cheating and then choosing to get back together like i really hate that we've seen all of this because it just makes Miranda's behavior seemed that much more insane. Mm -hmm. Like you wanted to be with this man. Cause let's be clear, when I watched the original Sex in the City, I was not, I thought that she was too good for him. And I didn't want her to get with him, but you chose him. This is who you want. You guys had the baby and then go back together. Like you guys have quote unquote made it through. Like your love is so strong. And now I'm supposed to just root for you because you're discovering yourself and your sexuality in your older age, which is great and all. But I feel like the writer should have either found a way to separate it out that, you know, have her end the relationship with Steve first for whatever reason. Maybe she's not into him anymore because those jokes about him going deaf, babe, that's a disability issue. Like, why is that funny to you that he can't hear anymore? And now he's alone. Like, so either they should have had that relationship end either steve ends it or miranda ends it they realize you know we're not meant to be like it can be the dead bedroom and then you know a couple episodes later she meets che she feels a spark and she's like wow it's been a long time like it wouldn't give them chemistry but storyline wise it would make it easier to root for this pairing because let's be clear che is the worst written character that has ever been on like what is going on what a waste of talent sarah ramirez is so so talented. What a waste. Like, Kelly Torres is one of my favorite characters on Grey's Anatomy. I was, my absolute fave. I was so excited I'm to so hear. I was so upset at you guys. The writers, oh no. I saw that she was going to be in, um... And Just Like That. And I'm just like, that. Yeah, I was so excited. But I just don't know where they took the character. Like, I just don't get the writing. Because, okay, Che is a comedian. I can get with that. I like funny people. Where are the jokes? Or like... Or even like this idea, like first of all, how old is Chase supposed to be? Because someone in their 40s shouldn't be acting like Chase. Because Chase gives me 25 year old that just loves college energy. But like you're too grown for, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. She's it's supposed to be this like cool person, like all rules out, like lives their life by their own terms. And I know that like, yes, that's probably what Miranda admires about them, but like, it's like, it's just not done well at all. Like, it's and like, she's not a funny comedian. So why 
are they flying out to LA for a show? Also, like, even the little thing, like, everything that Che did was just over the top. Announcing that they were moving to another place by singing the song. Sarah Ramirez, fantastic voice, what's going here? Or, like, when they were, like, flirting by, like, shotgunning, like, so um, Che would, like, blow smoke into Miranda's mouth and it was supposed to be hot. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I see the vision of what Miranda wanted and... I could see, you know, being a late in life person discovering your sexuality could have been a really strong storyline. Even for Miranda, like it could have worked even though they did have a storyline in, um, in Sex in the City where she tried to date a woman and was like, I'm not a lesbian. But you know what, maybe she figured it out now and it's it could have been done so much better if one, Che was written differently. And my word here is written because I believe in Sarah Ramirez's skills. So it is the writing I'm blaming. And two, if they had chosen to get to that point in a different way. And actually three, if they hadn't escalated everything in an insane way, why is she dropping her job for this person? Like, mm -hmm. it's making it harder for me to root for Che because all I'm seeing is someone that's helping Miranda derail her life. I don't know. I feel like someone like Miranda is someone that, like, loves drama. I feel like <laughs> it, it was, you know, it's a, she, she's a sneaky one because <laughs> in Sex and the City, we thought it was Carrie. Carrie with the drama and all of that, but... Miranda would always get bored when things are steady. <laughs> that's it. That's actually what I see because, like, that's what I I saw signs of that, like, with Sex and the City, how she was always on and on with Steve, and she would always find one problem or the other. But I thought, like, like you said, I thought they had pushed through all of that, mm -hmm. and now it's like she's fabricating a problem with her marriage that doesn't exist. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm pretty sure if she finds out that Steve cheated or something, it would be like a whole thing and she's gonna still want him and she's gonna feel like, oh, Steve, why did you cheat? So like, the problem is you just, you are bored with your life. You don't know who you are and like you're bringing other people along and you're dropping them when you're tired. Like, is that fair? I don't even know that she would take him back, but I do agree with you. Like if, after she met Che, but before she was like, ooh, I'm with Che, if Steve had been the one to cheat, Miranda would have flown off the handle and expected her friends to be on the same page as her. So I just, I hate it. I hate it. Nothing about the decisions that they made with Miranda, including her inability to relate with her professor without being weird about race. If it was Charlotte, I'd be fine, but Miranda is stuttering and, oh no, I didn't mean it in that way. Seriously, Miranda, like, I just, I, no, no. You saved me from a robbery. And the first thing you're going to ask is, I didn't know if I should step in. Like, you said, like, you don't like white savior bullshit. Like, was that a white savior moment? I'm like, I was getting robbed. And like, th that's what I mean by writers. Like, who wrote that scene? Who wrote that dialogue? And I was like, oh, God, so woke. <laughs> because I don't understand. No. I, I feel like we're not alone in this. I saw a lot of commentary that was not happy with how Miranda was written in season one. I'm hoping that this means that the writers took a step back and said, how can we make this more palatable to the fans? Because let's be clear, it's not beans to have, it's not easy to have fans from 20 years ago showing back up to support your products. So maybe, maybe listen to their feedback. That's all I'm gonna say. I have no good comments about Miranda. There's nothing that I'm like, good job. Even her son having sex in her house and her and Steve being unable to say anything about it. Boo, what's her alcohol problem? She's an alcoholic now, which is like fine. People can develop, and honestly in the pandemic, people did drink more, but it's just, I don't know. The whole thing just kind of seemed like they're like, Miranda's life is a mess and now she has to fix herself, but everything is going down. Yeah. It was just very depressing. Anyway. Charlotte, I'm, I, 
actually I don't actually have a lot of negative things to say about Charlotte, which is impressive. Good job, writers. I know I just dragged you, but <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like they knew that we had had our fail of annoying Charlotte <laughs> from the original TV show, so they were like, okay, let's make this more about her supporting her kids, and mm -hmm. I loved it so much. Yeah, honestly, I love her and her husband. I love that Harry and her are so cute. That he still loves her. That they are a unit. I'm just. Like, thank God, because we have Miranda out here destroying her love. Big is dead. So, so at least, at least we have one couple standing strong. And I really appreciate that. And then just like kind of being together. It's also, like, it's nice to see her kids a little bit older after how hard she tried to have them. Although I didn't love the whole miracle baby they gave her after everything. But that's besides the point. Um, I think it's fantastic that like and this is one of the pros of having a show run so long that like we can see what Lily and Rock are up to like they're actually real people with their own wants and their own desires and seeing Charlotte kind of struggle to be a mom after because in her head even like and we see it kind of with her first marriage before Harry's like she thought everything would be easy she'd get married to a wealthy man she'd have all these babies they'd all be perfect and real life hasn't turned out necessarily that way even though her life is great by the way Charlotte has nothing to complain about but I, I do kind of like her taking a step back and being like oh what I thought being a mother was going to be and what it is isn't entirely the same like yeah I have one perfect child who does everything exactly right and i have a child that's like not living the way i thought it would be although yeah. i kind of wish i don't know i, I kind of wish they had flipped it around only because i do think there's still going to be drama with lily like in the upcoming season so i'm like bro are you really going to have two kids that are raising your high blood pressure yeah i totally agree with everything you just said shara is just that kind of person who always dreams of being a mom mm -hmm. like that's you know when people say yeah i dream of getting <laughs> to this level in my career charlotte is like i dream of being a mom so charlotte is just out here living her dream and she's just taking whatever like life gives her and she's taking it on the chain and she's adapting and Look. she's like being flexible and she's learning and she's she's basically like okay what's the best way i can parent right now like what does she need what do they need you know like all of that stuff and i, I i'm really proud of her because like i don't know what like i hate when i see tv shows like people just whine for years about wanting to parent and then maybe their child has autism and like they're just like no i can't deal with this anymore no, like, no this is what you signed up for this is what you want like it doesn't you don't always get the cards that you're dealt like that you want to be dealt so like i really like that she's just adjusting because it was actually a lot like, yeah it was like, actually a lot i, I just like because even like you with the bar mitzvah and everything like honestly i think charlotte has shown growth like all of, all of them have grown it's just that i don't like the way miranda grew um but charlotte in sex in the city would have absolutely like flipped out and taken forever to get to where she needs to get to but like i like the idea that over the years we haven't seen her she's learned that being a mom does mean being flexible and also like i can't take a month to whine over this because i need to like get onto it right away also harry's just funny so just shout out to you although random penis scene ah! I think I've blocked it out. Oh, when she was gonna give him a head and then her, her kid came in. And oh, I was... didn't see it. I don't think they showed it. I don't think... I'm pretty sure they showed something, but it wasn't his real penne. I didn't see it, so... Um, but goodness. HBO! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my the God. only thing... Wait, question. Whose side are you on? The tennis argument? I don't know, because... I think I'm on Harry's side. Same. <laughs> it's not hard to say sorry. Really? Like, I say sorry when I bump into strangers on the street. You're and Canadian. I know that, like, Charlotte, made, like, she brought up a point of, like, women are always apologizing. Oh, but you hit me. I fell down. I'm your husband. The list, 
like even if you were not even the one like even if i wasn't the one that did that if i saw my husband on the floor i'd be like oh my god sorry like are you okay like yeah. she's just like yeah no <laughs> i'm not apologizing for that it was a game i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> no like it, it's funny because it's like that's so mean charlotte be nice to your husband yeah and like they had this argument going on and on and all oh, whenever like whenever um harry sees charlotte apologize like, oh okay it was so easy for me to say sorry to that person but me my own still haven't said sorry okay and then um black charlotte as like literally because they refer to her that way in the show um again someone that is an actress that i love and i think has a ton of potential and i also think the little i've seen of her and her husband made me laugh also i love her husband ah, shout out to hamilton um but i think that if next season they just go in the direction of just separating her and Charlotte just a little bit. Not in interactions, but in personalities. Because the whole, ha ha ha, they're exactly the same. Okay, we get it. We get it. Please, let her be her own person. Like, let's learn some more about her parenting. Because, you know, there's some crumbs there about what her dynamic with her mother-in-law is. And the difficulties that she has. Because she's like Charlotte and she wants everything to be perfect. Um, but again, I think potentially a very strong addition. Um, for all the new characters, I'm giving them grace. It's been one season for them. It's been 20 years for the other characters. So even when they do weird things, we have so much to like lean back on. So I'm really hoping the second season gives us some more. Because even now that they're bringing back Aiden, like all of us know so much about Aiden. He was in the shows. He was in one of the movies. Like there is so much versus any new love interest that they might bring in. It's an entirely blank slate for us to mm -hmm. get attached to. And that's not easy. So shout out to all the new people who have to make their own place in this show and in this like universe mm -hmm. yeah let's talk about how miranda is a horrible friend <laughs> who didn't accompany carrie to paris to spread big's ashes because why because she you... was going to la to clap and like you could have just come to me come to paris with me first and then gone to la like this was not an either or situation you could have just supported me your best friend who was mourning her dead husband like, I don't even have words because, like, <laughs> what is her plan? My babe doesn't have a plan. She's following Che. Does Che know that you're following her? No. Did Che ask you to follow her? Nope. Like, Che's whole situation is going... Che's going to be on stage and they're going to look down and see Miranda. Then they're going to be like, what are you doing here? I didn't ask you to leave your whole life behind. I didn't ask you, like... You just left your kid? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't, you I don't. know what? Che did not know that Miranda was married. They just assumed that, like, Miranda was in an open relationship. Yeah. But when they found out, they basically flipped out because they were like, You're a lying liar who has made me a cheater. Did you think, yeah, did you think I was just <laughs> cheating with you? Like, what did you think this was? Honestly, Che has kernels of, like, strong character underneath the rubbish that is the first thing you see no seriously because like they have integrity and like they have like a strong self uh, self of self a strong sense of self um they you know they are great at their career allegedly like there is stuff to build off of there it's just i feel like the way they've gone about it was just very weird and then towards the end of the season carrie is kissing her producer so I guess she has moved on. Well, I mean, it's been a while. They like it's, it's not been a year. You better mourn me for five years. I don't know. Like I'm like Carrie is young, but she's not young yet. So if you if my husband died when I was thirty, sure I can wait ten years today again because I'll be forty. If you died at fifty, time is walking out. Men die time, young. Time to do what? To find the next partner that will be with me till I die. To do what? So I can have dinner with somebody when I come home at night. I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> 
because I feel like even at 30, you can say, oh, I haven't started my life yet. I want, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at 50, what are you rushing for? Wow. What are you rushing for? Did you guys hear that? Miss Anna hates old people. That's that's what I just heard that's right now. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Like, I would have preferred to even see how with the math teacher a lot oh, more. Because they even had multiple dates and like, they could relate with like their loss, but all of a sudden, yeah, you are crushing on someone who's producing. Yeah, yeah, you're allowed to have crushes, I guess. But to me, I don't know. I guess I didn't really feel that time had passed. Um, I mean, I think it's a mix of like they wanted a closed, open ending. So like, if they didn't get renewed for season two and it ended there, it's like okay, Carrie is open to dating again. This is what's going on with Miranda, everything. But it's open enough that now that there's a season two, they can be like oh we went on a date and it didn't work out or they can build into a stronger relationship but it was kind of ending on a chapter of hope because imagine the show ended with her being like yes i just can't date and then we get renewed for season two it's just really sad they i like the idea of like carrie's out there and putting herself out there again maybe five years later <laughs> like they just you know just on the screen five years that's later. ridiculous i don't know five is a little bit much but one year personally would be too soon for me I don't know. Everybody moves at different speeds. Some people so are remarried like... three months after their partner dies. That's crazy. You don't love your partner. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, but yeah, season two is out very soon. Um, very excited to watch it. Hopefully, the writers have taken all the notes into consideration. If not, we will be back with complaints at the end of season two. So, writers, beware. Um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Let us know in the comments what you think. Did you really like the season? Did you really like the direction Miranda went in and you think we're being too harsh? If so, why? Like, what did you like? <laughs> Let us know what you agree with, what you disagree with, and what you'd like to see us talk about. Yeah. Thanks for watching, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye.